Hello, folks. Welcome to Capes and Japes. Uh, happy Labor Day weekend. If you are in America, I don't know if, I actually don't know if other countries observe Labor Day. Um, today, Day is Labor Day. Today, Day is Labor Day. Um, it's a very rainy and gross Labor Day here, but that's, Oh, Fine. I would I would take that. It is um uh, uh like a hundred and five degrees at my house currently. Oh, uh, Fahrenheit. No. And I just had to turn off my AC to record, so we're gonna see how this goes. Oh boy. Alright, we're gonna pa- we're gonna power through, folks. Guys and gamers. Um we're gonna we're gonna do our best. Anyways, today I thought we should probably talk about the guy I wanted to talk about last week, and then I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't get into this right now. But <laughs> I thought we should, <laughs> we should talk about Shade the Changing Man, because we, we've done Sandman, we've done Animal Man, we've done Swamp Thing, and Shade the Changing Man is kind of the final member of that sort of group of uh very weird DC characters who were either who were reimagined by uh UK writers in like the uh 80s and 90s um if i had a nickel for every time that happened i'd have four nickels which isn't a lot of nickels, but it's weird that it happened four times. <laughs> um, this it this is part of a uh, it's referred to as like the British invasion of uh, DC. Um, I I didn't know that the Beatles joined DC Comics. Yeah, so the Beatles started writing for DC Comics. Um. I believe, like, partly spearheaded by editor Karen Berger. Um, I know she was kind of, uh, she largely led to the creation of the Vertigo imprint, which was created while these series kind of, like, started and, like, largely because of them. Um, and DC kind of spun off this, like, imprint where they would focus on more, like, darker, more adult-oriented stuff, um, with kind of a looser continuity. Technically, most of this stuff is still taking place in the main DC universe, um, but it varies on how actually connected it is. Um, Shade is probably, um... Well, Shade and Animal Man are both kind of, like, less well-known, I feel like. Um, Swamp Thing has a little bit, like, more of a cult following, and Sandman is, like, pretty popular. I mean, obviously, especially now. Um, in the past, you know, month. Um, and I also feel like, uh, Peter Milligan is the writer who reimagined Shade the Changing Man. Um, and while he, like, has had, like, a a pretty significant comics career, I feel like he's not quite as well-known as, like, Alan Moore and Grant Morrison, and definitely not as well-known as Neil Gaiman, but, like, Neil Gaiman is probably more famous for his non-comics writing than for his, like, comic book work. Um, so all, all, all that is to say... Shade is, like, probably, like, the least, the the one that people are least likely to be familiar with on this list. Um, yeah, I have no idea who this man is. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's, 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 a, it's a weird one. Uh, it's a weird one, so, you know, strap in, and we're gonna do our best to explain this changing man. Um, so, uh... The original, uh, Shade the Changing Man, because, uh, much like these other characters, there was a previous version of Shade the Changing Man who was, like, 
not super popular, so they were able to give him to a new writer and be like, do whatever you want. Um, the original Shade the Changing Man was created by Steve Ditko, um, the writer and artist who is most well known for co-creating Spider-Man. Um, he, uh, came up with the idea for the character. He did the art. Um, and I think he, like, sort of like, like, uh, previous, like, Marvel collaborations, like, he plotted out and, like, came up with the ideas for the issues, and then another writer, like, wrote the actual script. So, uh, the initial concept, uh, did not last very long. It was created in the late 70s. It was after, uh, Steve Ditko had, like, left, uh, you know, like, the big two publishers for a while, and then, like, accepted a job at DC. Um, and unfortunately, uh, it came just before, um, DC hit some financial troubles and ended up canceling a pretty big chunk of its books in the late 70s. So, this initial story only ran for, like, less than 10 issues. Um, and the concept was, uh, Shade, uh, the Changing Man, um, is, his name is Rack Shade, R-A-C, Shade, um, who is from a planet called Meta, which exists in a dimension separate from Earth called the Metazone. Um, which you can, uh, travel to Earth from by going through a different dimension called the Zero Zone, um, which is different, I guess, from a Phantom Zone or a Negative Zone. Um, and there's also a, uh, a, within the Zero Zone, I think, to, like, travel through it, you go through, uh, a, like, a section called the Area of Madness, which, uh, is, uh, a weird dimension in which, uh, time and space are so distorted that, uh, it makes you go crazy when you travel through it. Here's part of the thing, is that this, like, <laughs> concept of, you know, madness and, like, going mad and stuff is, I mean, is present a lot in comics in general, is very present in, like, Shade's initial backstory and then in kind of the reimagining, and it's always, like, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> this <laughs> okay. is hard. So, I guess. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be one of those, uh, one of those episodes where you'd probably be able to, like, hear me doing a lot of heavy air quotes, um, because sometimes there's not really a way to talk about these things, but, like, boy, oh, boy, it's not ideal. <laughs> um, so within these, like, first, uh, Steve Ditko issues, we find out that, uh, Shade has been framed for treason, um, on... Meta, and Meta is, like, a very kind of, like, aggressive, like, militant planet. Um, he has gotten his hands on a piece of equipment called the M-Vest, which gives him, uh, some, like, enhanced abilities, and it enables him to basically, uh, project images of, like, people's fears back at them, or, like, make him appear, like, what somebody is afraid of, which is pretty cool. Um, in addition to, I think, like, providing him, like, kind of, like, a uh, like, protective, like, force field kind of thing, and, uh, giving him, like, flight, it might make him stronger, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, probably just, you know, because <laughs> it's comics. And that always happens. Um, so 
he's arrested on Meta. Uh, he's supposed to be executed for treason. I didn't know that uh, Facebook had gotten that far with their... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Oh, man. I don't... That's like, that's so dystopian that it's like, it's gonna happen, and I'm just gonna have to, like, <laughs> contemplate it. Um, he, uh, escapes prison because there's, like, an explosion at this prison, and he and a bunch of other people manage to escape to Earth. Um, the M-Vest lets him, like, travel through the area of madness air quotes, air quotes, air quotes, without being, like, harmed. Um, That's a handy vest. I feel like more people should use that. Yeah, I feel like everyone should want that. I mean, maybe that's why everyone's so mad at him, because they want want that vest back. But uh, he, I think a lot of the kind of early, uh, early stories involve his uh, fiancé when he's on meta um thinks that he actually did you know like he he stole this vest and he committed treason um and she's very upset with him and then she also thinks her parents get like injured in the explosion where he breaks out of prison so she also thinks that that's his fault and like he he's the reason her parents get hurt so she decides to track him down um they end up, uh, they clear his name. He, like, he rescues his fiance, and she's like, oh, wait, you aren't evil. Um, he, like, while he's on Earth, he, you know, fights, like, various people who are after him. I think he fights some, you know, Earth supervillains. He, um, encounters a, uh... <laughs> A guy called Wizor or Wizor, W-I-Z-O-R. <laughs> it's a pretty okay. funny name. Um, Wizor. It's like we kind of who... want a wizard, a, a a wizened old man, and they're like wizard, and they're like what? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Whatever Why not? He said. Um. He. Uh. So Wizor like runs kind of like a uh. Metan, Metan outpost on Earth, um, where he is able to, like, get in touch with Shade and help him. Um, it's like, it's, it's like the kind of thing where, uh, he just, like, he just tells people what's actually going on and everyone's like, oh, haha, it's a funny joke that you're from a, I mean, which is weird because it is the DC universe and, like, aliens and weird stuff, like, textually exist. So a guy being like, I'm from a, a planet called Meta that exists in a, a dimension that's, like, next to this one. Somebody would probably be like, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. There's, like, a Martian who shapeshifts and eats Oreos on the Justice League. Like, for sure. Um, I think it's just one of those things where it's like, well, I don't expect to encounter any of those people. Yeah, that's so fair. clearly that's like, you must be lying stuff. for clout. Like if somebody was like, "Oh yeah, I am," you know, "I am," you know, famous per like connected to famous person. Like, yeah, obviously famous person has friends. Mm-hmm. But it's like you don't expect to come in contact with them. So it's like, oh yeah, haha, you you are probably lying yeah. for clout. That's fair. That's what I thought when you told me that story about <laughs> knowing <laughs> Zac Efron's family. I was like, Briar's probably I lying on the podcast. I don't for know clout. his family. I have met his dad once. There is a difference. <laughs> <laughs> mm, just trying to make your lie for clout more believable. Damn, you're on to me. That's <laughs> why my sister's name is misspelled on her. <laughs> Signed high school musical poster. <laughs> um, God. Uh, anyways, so that's kind of, that's the brief kind of original story. Um, for a, um, a little bit 
He's a recurring character in Suicide Squad, where, uh, I think the, uh, Suicide Squad, like, comes to, uh, get him from the, uh, the area of madness, or the, I don't even remember what it's called, the madness, no, the area of madness, um, they encounter him there, he helps get, like, the suicide squad out, um, he's, like, trying to fight, like, a a bunch of, like, supervillains from meta, But he's like, yeah, I can work with you guys and you can help me and I can help you do uh, whatever you're doing on Earth. Um, So they 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 kind of strike a deal. This is happening um, in kind of the late 80s, like around the time of uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, He uh, stays with them for... A little while, um, he ends up sort of being, like, uh, tricked into betraying them because, uh, like, one of the female Furies offers him, like, a way to get back to Meta if he, like, helps out Apocalypse, and he's like, I'm not really from here, like, I, sure, I guess, um, and then he ends up, like, Working against the Suicide Squad, and then obviously, like, Darkseid and Apocalypse betrays him, and he's like, oh no, I made a mistake. Um, (laughs) but he, uh, does end up going back to Meta, which is, it's like a pretty, I think a relatively brief stint, um, and also, I think a lot of people did not know who he was, because I don't think a lot of people read the original uh, <laughs> Shade the Changing Man. So they're like, there's a weird guy on the Suicide Squad. Why should I care about this man? Yeah. And also it ends up uh, not mattering, because shortly after that, so 1990 is when the uh, the new reimagined British Invasion Shade the Changing Man is launched. And uh, it pretty much, like, ignores the Suicide Squad stuff and, like, reboots a lot of the elements from the, like, original story. Um, So this version is written by Peter Milligan, um... And had a bunch of different artists. Um, the most, the longest running one and the one who's most, like, associated with the series is, uh, Chris Bacciolo. Um, so I think Karen Berger invites Peter Milligan to, uh, come do some work on DC. She's like, if you have, like, pick, pick a, uh, you know, like, a D-list character you want to write, and we'll probably let you have him. And he was like, I like that kind of, that weird guy that Steve Ditko wrote. He had those kind of, like, weird elements of, like, madness and stuff. I think that'd be fun. Just like, sure, whatever. Um, (laughs) Go for it, my guy. Be free. Yeah. Um, The, uh, new, new and improved... Um, a question mark, I guess. Um, the new Shade the Changing Man is, uh, still from Meta. Uh, Meta is still a, uh, planet that exists in, like, another dimension. Um, it, I think, I don't think it includes, like, most of the, uh, like, Met, Met, Metan characters from the original um and this version of shade still rack shade um is like more of kind of uh like a a morose brooding poet type um like kind of a a a wandering poet um who gets uh sent to Earth to, uh, 
help figure out how to stop a uh, uh an epidemic of madness that's uh consuming meta um and they think still earth has ha- the solution they think earth definitely earth will be able to figure this out something on earth for sure um is is going to be able to help us here um he still has uh the M vest, which now it's uh it's a madness vest, um depicted as like a uh like a kind of a big weird looking like multicolor trench coat, which one thing I do have to say is that uh Shade is a uh sad looking skinny dude in a trench coat. Uh, John Constantine is a sad-looking skinny dude in a trench coat. Um, Morpheus, the Sandman, sometimes is a sad-looking skinny dude in a trench coat. It's like, there's a, there was a type at play here. Hmm, interesting, interesting. I wonder what could have been the influence. I wonder, I wonder what it could have been. We'll never know. It's impossible to say. Um. So, uh, he now has, like, more kind of, uh, expansive, like, reality warping powers. Um, he can, you know, uh, shapeshift into inanimate objects. He can, uh, manifest in, like, all kinds of, like, different weird ways. He can, like, project things into people's brains, like... It's the kind of story where, like, power scaling isn't really an issue, and it's, like, very much leaning into the weird element, so it's just kind of like, this this magic coat can do whatever I want it to do that would be, like, weird and interesting for the story. <laughs> um, you know, w- one of those. Um, so, he is sent to Earth. But just kind of his, uh, his, like, spirit or his essence is sent to Earth. His, like, original body. Oh, so he's astral projecting. He's astral projected onto Earth. His original body is left behind on Meta. Um. I thought it was supposed to be the other way around. Your your digital body goes into Meta. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. Um, he ends up uh, on Earth, and he ends up um, taking over the body of a serial killer who is about to be executed. Um, Good choice. Good choice, my guy. <laughs> Good- <laughs> hey, if you die on Earth, do you die on Meta? <laughs> Well, he, I think, is he I like sitting he, there in the electric chair and he's, he's like, wait, no, I'm being possessed. Hold on, hold on, I'm a different guy, hold on, I'm a hold different on, guy hold on, now. Hold on, hold on, hold on, I am astral projecting into this body, I come from a different universe, please don't kill me, I promise this man will be taken care of once I leave, but can I piggyback in his body? You guys don't have any ethical problems with this, right? Right, this is You're cool. You're gonna kill this man so I can use his body, right? And everybody's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I guess." <laughs> I I guess. I mean, we all, none of us have any have any objection to that. Um, the serial killer is I named. What's his name? <laughs> what a weird name. <laughs> um, his name is uh Troy Grenzer, and. Obviously, because this is a possessing a serial killer story, there's, like, elements of the story where it's, like, oh, like, some, you know, part of, like, Troy's consciousness survives, and he's, like, trying to, like, take control of the body again. You know how it is. boring. Um, and then on top of that, there's also a, like, uh, a part of Shade's personality that's, like, the... A moral part of his personality that's like 
trying to take control that refers to itself as Hades. Um, so there's two different... <laughs> Inside of him, there are two wolves. <laughs> and they're they, both evil. And they all want to take over his body. They all want to take over his body. Um, it's also, uh... In the first issue, you're introduced to the uh, other kind of main character of this, who's a uh, woman named uh, Kathy George, whose uh, parents were murdered by the serial killer. Um, and she's like, yeah, no, this seems legit. <laughs> this seems legit. I believe you. Um, he's he's able to convince her that he is not in fact this serial killer um i also i think it's her parents were uh murdered by um the uh serial killer and then she came home with her boyfriend uh and found out what happened and then the uh police arrived and uh immediately shot her boyfriend who was a black man because they thought that he did it. I was literally just gonna <laughs> You're like shot the boyfriend and I'm like, oh damn, I think I know where this is going. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um it's uh it's it's really <laughs> so the first um kind of arc of this story ends up being like 18 issues long and like through that there's like a whole bunch of kind of like mini arcs but the uh like short kind of like one to two issue stories about like different things they're encountering the uh the really big arc is that there is a uh another um Medin on earth who uh got the same powers that Shade has, and was, like, uh, supposed to be kind of, like, um, studying, like, American culture, so he, um, could, uh, like, go, like, go to Earth, like, go to America, like, act like he belonged there, and try to figure out, uh, what was going on on Meta, and, like, stop it from, you know, influencing Earth. Um, but he, uh, was quote, quote unquote, driven insane by his, uh, American culture training and became a, um, a a supervillain who looks like a skeleton dressed as Uncle Sam, um, whose name is the American Scream. (laughs) Okay, you know what? I actually kind of dig that. I'm actually, like, I think I'm kind of into it. I can't lie. Um, but, uh, so a a lot, a lot of the, uh, early issues are, like... We gotta fight the the American Scream. (laughs) Yeah, they have to fight the American Scream. They are, um, not super subtle about the, uh the commentary they're making there there's like you know there's stuff in there about like the uh jfk assassination there's like a mini arc where they like they're in hollywood and there's like a like an evil like possessed film camera um there's a like an arc where they like go to this town where like the American scream has, like, influenced people to build, like, a, like, a, a a normal machine that they feed, like, abnormal people into to make them normal. Like, it's, like, very, like... God. It's, it's, it's not really pulling its punches. You know, it's not... Let's just listen. I feel like you could get the same experience by reading Brave New World and listening to Green Day's American Idiot at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really that's that's kind of the vibe. Um it um also uh features some uh elements 
of um so relatively early on uh shade and kathy meet this woman named lenny shapiro um who ends up traveling with them um who i i think is written as a a lesbian but either way she's a she's a wallowa (laughs) and uh she and Kathy end up um having a relationship for a little while um like while Kathy is kind of having this like ongoing like on again off again thing with Shade um and there's also a um storyline where somehow um Shade uh sh- Shades evil personality not the serial killer one the other evil personality it takes over his body and uh he ends up getting killed but it's like off screen off off panel and you don't realize it's happened until like several issues later when shade realizes um he doesn't actually he's like have a physical form and he's just been like using his reality warping powers to like give himself the semblance of a form and he's like okay i need to find a new body um and why can't he just use the powers (laughs) well they don't work like that for reasons of they only work in the ways that are interesting to the story they've been working fine so far it took him a while to realize that he was even dead. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, some some weird stuff was happening. Like, he his powers were going kind of haywire, and he was just kind of like, I wonder why that's happening. And he's like, oh, it's because I died. <laughs> oh, um, it's because I'm dead. It's because I'm super dead. Um, I mean, I guess that answers my question earlier about if you die on Earth, if you die on Meta. Y- yes. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um he um ends up uh unintentionally I he just like he's like okay, he's like I need to find like a new body and it uh needs to be somebody who's like dying or about to die because otherwise me possessing them would kill the person and I don't want to do that. Um, and he ends up, uh, taking over the body of a woman. Trans rights. Trans rights. Um, and it is, like, from what I could read, um, from, like, trying to read things from, like, uh, queer people and, like, trans people and, like, women on this, it's, like, definite, like, sort of, like, some of the stuff in Sandman, it's, like, seems to be, a like, a little bit clumsy and, like, clearly written by, like... A cis guy. <laughs> a cis guy. Um, but also, like, pretty, like, generally well-meaning, um, in a way where, uh, Shade is, like, wow, it's, like, difficult to be perceived as a woman in the world. And he's, like, wow, I, you know, being, like, feeling trapped in the body of, like, somebody who's a different gender, like, it's a weird feeling. <laughs> I, get, hey, I, get why, this... I, I get why trans people would feel bad. <laughs> hey, this feels weird and bad. Why do I feel hey. weird and bad? Well, gender, my guy. It's, it's gender. Um, so it's, there's some, some, some ups and downs. Um, for sure. Um, but, you know, like a lot, most of these other kind of, uh, pretty much all of these, you know, British invasion comics, like, were pretty boundary pushing on, like, social issues for the time. Like, a lot of them had, like, very strong political opinions. Um that they were very determined to discuss, um, which, like, is valid. (laughs) Like, I mean, obviously, 
obviously, um, if you've listened to us for this long, we are not people who are saying, like, get your politics out of comic books. Comics um, have always been political, and they always will be. Die bad, fanboys. God, absolutely. Um, so, that's, like, a pretty significant element of it. Primarily, the, like, story itself is most focused on, um, Shade and Kathy's relationship, um, you know, which, like, goes through a lot of ups and downs. Um, Kathy does, Kathy dies at one point, and then she's dead for, like, a while, and then I think kind of the finale of the series, um, involves Shade going back in time to, like, bring her back to life. Um, so it focuses a lot on their relationship, and then this sort of love triangle with Lenny and, like, the three of them traveling around dealing with various problems. Um, they end up at some point, like, Shade, like, buys a hotel and they, like, move into a hotel together. Um, yeah, and and there's, like, obviously, like, this very kind of, like, weird, psychedelic, like, uh surreal element to a lot of it um which like again is like common to like a lot of these comics but um like from what I can discern like Sandman is weird in this sort of you know like dream like fantasy way and Animal Man is weird in this kind of like metafictional way um, and then this is weird in, like, a very kind of, like, you know, trippy, like, psychedelic kind of way. I already said the word psychedelic. But look, looking at, like, pages <laughs> from this, I'm like, this that's truly the, the most accurate word. I don't know if there's a better one. Um, so the Vertigo, um... Shade series runs for a while, um, and I think it's, like, 70 issues, um. That's pretty good. It, yeah, that's, it's, it's a solid run, um, and then I, I think Shade has, uh, shown up much less since then than, like, some of his contemporaries. Um, I think he's had, like, a couple of, uh, like, specials, um, and kind of, like, one-shots, and he's shown up in, like, a couple of crossovers, like, a few, like, issues of, like, uh, Constantine, because Constantine also shows up in, uh, Shade, like, briefly, because all of Mm, these- Surprising. All of these- Yeah. Guys, we're we're crossing over their their guys, their blorbos, um, <laughs> and I th- he uh there was a Flashpoint miniseries where he was like kind of heavily featured, um, and then Peter Milligan wrote a um a version of Justice League Dark during New Fifty Two where uh. He obviously brought in his, his best boy, <laughs> his best boy, his beloved boy. Um, I don't know if he's shown up um, since Rebirth. Um, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised, I guess, if he was in like Dark Knight's death metal or something, because there were like so many <laughs> weird characters in there. I don't remember seeing him but also uh, you can't be sure what he looks like because that's another thing is that after he uh after he has is in like the woman's body he like uh ends up going through like a couple different bodies before the end of the the series um and there's like one point where he just like 
removes all of his emotions so his like personality also changes so it's like who knows maybe shade was like in something i read and i didn't even know he maybe could be in something you're reading right now and you might not even know it maybe the real shade was the friends we made along the way that's so true wow um i i do know that um in uh Young Animal, um, which was the kind of, the, uh, the imprint that they focused on, like, a bunch of, uh, (laughs) stuff that, uh, Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance, um, was working on, um, that was, like, the, like, the new Doom Patrol was part of that, and there was a, um, I think, I think, maybe Black Hammer? Um, but they did do a, um, Shade the Changing Girl series, um, where it was about a, um, a girl who, like, inherits the, uh, the M-Vest and, like, goes on her own series of, uh, (laughs) weird and exciting adventures, um, and I think ends up like, giving it to another teen over the course of the story. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, I, I don't know what Shade has been up to more recently. And he also has not had, you know, any sort of movie or TV series or anything, and as far as I know, there hasn't been anything in development. It would be a weird, it, it, it would be a hard one, I think, to translate into a uh, TV form. But Animal Man probably also would. So who, who's Who to say? Um, anyways, yeah, that's um, that's what I have to say about that. I've I've conquered my fear of talking about Shade the Changing Man. I'm so um, proud of you. Thank you. You uh were reading some I- World's Finest. I wasn't actually reading it uh, so oh. much as I was flipping through it, because <laughs> when I was at the comic shop yesterday, I saw a um, variant cover mm-hmm. of one of the issues that I already have, but mm-hmm. like I didn't see the variant of it, and I was like, what the heck is this? It Do, <laughs> do I need to bump this up on my uh, just like priority list because it was a um superman batman combined into one person and i was uh-huh, like is uh-huh. this i'm like is this a thing that actually happens in the issue so like i um i forgot about it until i was waiting to record today and i was like oh shoot i was going to look that up and so i started flipping through the issue and um so <laughs> Apparently, while fighting a guy who can mind control people, including members of the Justice League, uh, Bruce and Clark had to fight um, Hal, who was mind controlled. <clears throat> and meanwhile, Dick and Kara are like trying to find something that can contain this demon, and turns out that it's just like you know the tomb that he got broken out of or like mm-hmm. he got let out of uh to wreak havoc but um they fight they bruce and clark use their combined willpower to take hal jordan's ring and become one guy <laughs> you to know fight this demon yeah normal things to do with your bro you know and they And, like, they, you know, um, are doing really well until the ring runs out of power, and then Kara comes to help, and the demon gets knocked out, and, um, they end up, like, uh, just fucking, like, okay, we've got this guy, uh, Kara's, like, the only place that can contain him is, is the tomb, and then, um, Doom Patrol is there, and the robot from doom patrol starts like Mm -hmm. punching the demon because he's mad that the demon like 
starts to mind control Superman. And then they're like, oh, shit. This demon has no idea what a robot is. <laughs> and he cannot mind control it. Te- technology is the answer. He's been sealed away in a tomb for a whole bunch of time. So we gotta do technology. And Superman's like, oh, sweet. Be right back. Uh, grabs, like, the Phantom Zone projector. <laughs> And sends this dude to the Phantom Zone. And then, like, he breaks out of the Phantom Zone because the only place that can, um, do... But, like, well, they're like, oh, uh, Kara's like, so the thing about the tomb is that the only way to seal it is from the inside. (laughs) So somebody's gonna have to stay in there with him. And this guy starts breaking out of the Phantom Zone. And Clark's just like, all right. And just zo- and Bruce is like, Clark, no. <laughs> and so he like zooms into the tomb, closes it, seals it, and everybody's like, Wow, that sucks. Um anyway, let I guess we won. And Bruce is like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We have to find some way to get him out of there. And they're like, Bruce, it it's done. It's over. And he's like, no. And then he's, like, looking around and he's like, wait, where's the Phantom Zone projector? Frick, Kara, you gotta open a portal to- we gotta go- Clark put himself in the Phantom Zone, we gotta get him out. And they pull him out of the Phantom Zone, and Bruce is like, Clark, that was stupid. And Clark's like, no, I counted on you to notice that the Phantom Zone projector was missing and find out what I did. It's not oh. stupid to trust you to notice that something is weird. Oh my god. I'm just like, oh my god. They, every time I think they can't continue to kill me, <laughs> they manifest it. And then guess what? In the newest issue, because I pulled, I pulled that out and I'm just like, okay. Because mm-hmm. at the end of that last issue, Kara's like, yeah, um, I... We kind of lost Dick somewhere in space and time, and I have no idea where he is. (laughs) Turns out he's in the past, Mm -hmm. and he's joined a circus. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. But it's okay, he left them a note, and they figured it out. (laughs) And, um, like, Bruce uh, catches him on the trapeze. And Dick's like, oh, I was wondering if you got my message. And he's like, yeah. Uh, Kara didn't want to come, but, like, Clark and I are here. He's like, oh, where's Clark? And Clark's like, the strong man. And he's like, I love being in disguise. It's literally he just took his shirt off. Cute. (laughs) And they get to solve a circus mystery. And I'm looking forward very much to actually, like, sitting down and reading them instead of just flipping through, like, what is happening, what is happening, what is happening. (laughs) I gotta know what they're up to. Because I was like, do they, I'm like, okay, this is a very cool, like, combined Superman-Batman design, but do they actually turn it, is this something, like, that somebody thought would be a cool variant cover, or does this happen? No, it happens. (laughs) And the the whole variant cover is, like, an entire page within the comic. (laughs) So I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Um, If I were not already subscribed to the series, that would have done it. (laughs) Things to get me specifically. Two people combine their willpower and become one person to solve a problem. (laughs) (laughs) To fight Hal Jordan. Well... At that point, they already beat Hal Jordan because they took his goddamn ring. (laughs) They're like, Hal, we're gonna borrow this, thanks. (laughs) We are going to take it off of your finger with our combined willpower. Love it. Oh. Incredible. Did you read any comics? I did not, actually. I did not get a chance to go to the comic store this week, so I did not get any new comics. So I don't think I have anything to comment on. Um, I'm very glad that I flipped through World's Finest. 
Yeah, me too. And now I gotta catch up on it. I guess. Ugh. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's everything. Um, so thank you everyone. Um, if you want to keep up with us on internet, you can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook at Capes and Japes. Uh, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Discord server if you want to join us on there. Um, it's a fun place to be. Um, if you want to support the show, we have a, uh, yep, 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 yep. Briar just sent me the variant cover. Um, <laughs> you do love to see it is the thing. Um, we have a Patreon. Um, if you want to support us on there, um, you can get bonus content watch stuff with us, help us pick what we talk about. Um, if you can't support us there, but you want to help out the show, if you want to leave a rating and review, we appreciate that very much. Um, telling a friend about the show, if you think they might want to watch it, we appreciate that. Um, and just coming back and joining us, as you have done once again. So thank you for being with us today on Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar, and as always, kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy Batman. Combine into one guy with me, sexy Batman. No, that that's too gay. <laughs> <laughs>